What's going on, everybody? The Four and G Money. This is the Not for the Bay Podcast. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. Be sure to follow us on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook pages. G Money, what's going on, man? What's good, brother? How are you? I'm good. I'm 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 gonna go ahead and uh put an announcement out real fast. Um, yesterday, well, first, first things first, uh, as, as you know, all the people at home know that we do, we do betting spreads on this channel, on the podcast, and we are going to be looking forward. Well, good. Looking forward to working with the actual site that we do our sports betting on. So with that being said, um, we're in the works of getting a a promo code for all the people at home that are interested in betting on the same site that we are betting on and it's it's going to be it's going to be pretty exciting moving forward uh so be be sure be sure to look out for that for the people at home as far as how we're going to end up be doing this moving forward so that's just a little little brief announcement that i wanted to get out the way uh, before we actually just hopped hopped in, into this thing, but um, I'm gonna it's let a big you have announcement. A, it's huge. Yes, it's, it's a big announcement. Yes, of course. Uh, but yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and hand the mic over to you for a brief moment because I I'm pretty sure you can get me up to speed as far as what's going on with this Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving non-vaccination situation. Just just a, just a warm up debate. Okay, so basically what's going on is that the city of New York, well, basically the state of New York, it's a it's a it's a widespread. You have to get the Corona's vaccine, the, the the COVID vaccine, otherwise you can't work. You can't go into certain restaurants. It's the it's the whole state basically. So Kyrie doesn't want to get the vaccine. He doesn't believe in the vaccine, just like a lot of people don't. So he he's not going to get the vaccine. He's he's that's his stand on it. So at first, what they said was, is that Kyrie just won't play home games, which that sounded ridiculous, but that's what they first said. And then it turned to, it turned into, he can't participate with the team until certain requirements are made. I, the, the thing about this is um, Kyrie Irving's history has not been good. You know, they lost, meaning the Cavaliers lost in 2017 against the Warriors. And he felt that he wanted to separate himself away from LeBron. He wanted to be the man. So he got He got what he wanted. He got traded to the Celtics. He got injured that first year. So he didn't play in the playoffs and they lost to, you know, LeBron. Then the next year he was actually healthy and they played in the playoffs. But throughout the season, they were, you know, they were in a middle road team, fourth, fifth, sixth seed playing around there. And he was, you know, he was telling the young guys, you don't know what you guys are doing. You guys, you know, guys got to play better. 
basically, instead of being, because he wanted to be the man, instead of taking ownership, he blamed a young Jason, well, Jason Tatum is still young, but a younger Jason Tatum, a younger Jalen Brown, and that, and that core team back then, he blamed them instead of owning his ownership as me and the leader. So he's, it didn't work. So then he comes to Brooklyn. Well, before that, he gets injured the first year in Brooklyn. He sits out for a year. Then he sits, then Kevin Durant gets injured, you know, from the previous year. They sit out. So they come back 2020, uh, 2019 and 20, and he takes days off for mental reasons. Okay. So then, you know, he gets injured again. So it's like, it's like, it seems like he's a cancer to every team that he, that he played, that he plays on. And it's just unfortunate because he has so much of a talent. So it's like, I'm kind of on the fence on this. I, I, I'm not getting the Corona vaccine. I'm just not doing it. I don't care what people say. That's just me personally. So I, I just don't do it. The history of this government can't really trust them too much. So I just, that's just me. But, you know, this is, I'm not an NBA basketball player. I'm not getting paid millions of dollars. So I can understand people's frustration and the organization's frustration. But, you know, Kyrie has a stand and he just doesn't want to do it. He doesn't, basketball doesn't seem as important to him anymore. He seems more in tune with life. And, you know, as crazy as it might seem, that's, he's just into that now. He, basketball is like a second thing to him. So he doesn't care that. He might not. He's he lost the, the extension. I think it was four years, hundred and ninety three million. I believe they're no longer offering that. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with Kyrie. I don't know if he's going to eventually get the shot, but it's just a strange situation. And some people are just angry at him. He should play. And some people are like, you know, not everything's black and white. I, as a basketball fan, I want to see Kyrie Irving play. I want to see the Lakers and the Nets. In the final, or whoever team comes out, but I want to see the Nets in the finals. I want to see if he can win a championship without LeBron. That's what I really want to see. But you know, is that going to be at the cost of his life? What he believes, he doesn't believe in the Corona vaccine. Uh, va- vaccine. That's so. It's just, it's just a strange, strange situation. Again, I'm kind of on the fence with it. I'm not going to completely just kill him, or I'm not completely disagree with him. I'm just like, at the end of the day, it's his life. What do we decide for his life? So you know, that's just how I feel about it. Okay, so let, let me let me go ahead and just get this straight. So in New York has the COVID vaccination mandate where right. Kyrie Irving, he does not want to take the vaccine. So we're at the point now where he will not be playing home games, but we'll be playing away games, correct? No, that is off the table. Now he's not participating in any team activities until he basically gets the shot. That was initially the what they were going to do, but that's just so ridiculous. Like, how can you just play away games? So they took that off the table, and basically they're forcing Kyrie's hand. Either you're going to play or you ain't going to get paid. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So I know this is a very, very sensitive t- topic for a lot of people. Um, as far as the, the COVID vaccination, um, it seems like it's getting mandated almost everywhere now, even – over in my area, they're telling us that they're they're well the number well they're voting on mandating it. I believe sometime in the next couple of days, where if you don't get the COVID vaccination, you're you're going to have to be subsequent to possibly be getting let in, let go if you don't get your first shot within the next couple of days. So, I it's 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 coming to that point where you're going to have to end up being being in a requirement that you actually have to have it. So what the interesting is going to be moving forward 
not even just basketball players, not even just professional athletes, but for folks that are in, you know, law enforcement, firefighters, I know doctors Mm -hmm. at this point, they're already already forced to take it at this point. But um, considering the fact that they're going to mandate it, are they really willing to let those well it really wouldn't let those employees go just because they didn't get the vaccination and and that, that that's going to be interesting uh to monitor moving forward what they decide to do with those th- those are some very very important employees that you need out need out working so um it, it's going to be interesting like how 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 they plan on their next course of action is if people including including Kyrie Irving and other basketball players that they haven't stated yet outside of Kyrie Irving did they say anybody else that hasn't gotten the vaccination or is, or is making a stand with Kyrie to not get the vaccination Draymond Draymond said a few things um he doesn't agree to the vaccination the Warriors organization hasn't said anything about that yet I don't know if he's what I don't know if he did get the shot or didn't get the shot because People are just getting a shot just so they can live a normal life, and they don't agree with it either. But they just—it just feels like it's being forced on people. So a lot of people are like, "Yo, I just got to get it to work this job, so let me just get it." But uh, as far as anybody else, I haven't heard any other basketball players say anything or spoke out against it. Just Draymond and uh, Kyrie. Well, Kyrie's not really speaking out; he's just verbalizing. They're, they're reporting it, but yeah. Mm. That's interesting moving to monitor moving forward too as well. Cause like, okay, so now let me go, let me go ahead and just uh let ask you this question right now before before we start jumping into this these NFL picks. Um mm-hmm. do you think that the Brooklyn Nets are still NBA championship caliber without Kyrie Irving? Oh, definitely. James Harden and Kevin Durant, plus with that that squad they got, they could still win the championship. I wouldn't say easily, but they could still win, especially if Kevin Durant is 100% healthy and James is healthy. I don't know if the Bucks could win last year, just with them two alone. I think they'll, they'll that's enough to win a championship. I think with Kyrie and all three of them, it's most likely a lock. But with just them two, plus they got Marcus Aldridge back, he's healthy, and they got uh, Paul Millsap, they still got Blake Griffin. They got um, what's his name from the Spurs? Um, I forgot his name. The point guard. He's a shooter. They got him. They still got Joe Harris. I know he had a bad playoffs last season, but he can bounce back. Forbes. Yeah, definitely. No, not Forbes. Not Forbes. Uh, the guy that was at the Spurs for a long time. Patty Mills. I forgot his name. Uh, Patty Mills. Yeah, Patty Mills. He's a shooter. So yeah, they still have enough with just James and Durant to win it all. But they would be a lock if they had all three of them, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. Well, again, like you said, Kyrie causes drama everywhere he goes. So, yeah. <laughs> but on this one, but on this one, I kind of, I don't blame him, man. Like I, it's just crazy. I don't want to get into it because I know this is a sports show, but I, I don't want to get the vaccine either. So, I hear you. I hear you. So, uh, just, just, just a little quick. I just want you to feel my pain for a minute. Um, as far as week, week, uh, week five's picks, it came down to one game for me. And that was the Monday night game, the Indianapolis Colts at the Baltimore Ravens, which I picked them to go under, I believe it was 46 points, if I'm not mistaken. And it was like a 17 parlay. And I I got all the other ones, right? Obviously. And it came down to that game. And I remember 
receiving the text from Banks probably 45 seconds before halftime. He was like, look, bro, well, bro, look like it's going under. I'm like, hey, yo, like, just be quiet. Let me, <laughs> let, let's get to halftime before we start, uh, before we start celebrating. Sure enough, it was looking good going into the third quarter. And then the Baltimore Ravens scored 22 unanswered points in the fourth quarter, which put the game over 45 and a half points. Over. Over. So my my $910 went straight down the drain in that moment. And to make matters worse, Lamar Jackson and Hollywood Brown was on my fantasy team, and I was trailing that game in my, my that fantasy game by I want to say at least twelve points. So it ended up coming down to: Are am I going to go ahead and get this last touchdown, or am I going to go ahead and just cost myself cost myself this this uh, this fantasy game? I think moving forward, if I ever decided, well. Do, well if I, I I'm gonna decide to do either one or the other, am I gonna do the sports betting or am I gonna do the the fit fantasy football? Because it's 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 too much for me. It's it's too much. Wait, so hold on, wait, wait, wait. You lost money in the fantasy football too? No, I won. I oh. won the fantasy football game versus my opponent, but I have Lamar Jackson and Hollywood Brown on my team, and they were both starting. So it came down in the fourth quarter where am I going to risk myself because I still needed them 12 points for me to win the game. So am I, am I going to cause myself the $910 on, on the, on the under, or am I going to take the dub in this fantasy game? So I'm at the point now moving forward. I think I might have to let go of, fantasy football if we continue with the with the sports betting because it's it's too much for me it's literally too much so 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 you would win obviously you win more on the sports betting than the fantasy football well it it's one of it's just a regular old like you know amongst friends well co-workers i should say where everybody put a hundred i think it was oh, okay. 150 dollars in a pot and then whoever has the best record at the end of the year ends up walking away with, I think it's like over, I think 1500, 1500 or something like that. We're opposed to me getting the nine ten, probably right now. If I was the, if I was to cash it out, that's that, that Monday night. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm just going to, I think I'm just going right. to stick with, with sports betting moving forward because it's just too, I'm just too invested into it. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm seriously thinking to myself, like, okay, we can't allow the Baltimore Ravens or either or either team to go over 48 points. So with that being said, okay, Lamar, you're going to have to throw just one touchdown, and that one touchdown has got to go to Hollywood Brown. <laughs> That's too much to be thinking about, to be honest with you. So I'm just going to go ahead. It, like, it, it counters each other. You know? Yeah, yeah it, it, it just, it's just too much. It's literally too much. So I'm just, I'm just like, all right, moving forward, I'm about to just be like, all right, we're just going to leave it at – we're about to just leave it at sports betting moving forward just and for those that just hopped into the hopped into the pod lost my train of thought just now um which is gonna go ahead and just hop into the picks so with the first with the first game we have the thursday night game 
it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a seven-point favorite. Um, the mm, Tampa Bay only Buccaneers, seven, huh? Yeah, only seven. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just came off a dominate, dominating win versus the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. And the Philadelphia Eagles came off a miraculous comeback versus the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Tampa, I would take um, seven points seems too little. Yeah, it does. But personally, I like this. I like this bet. I really do. And I'm about to, I'm I and I'm gonna tell you what I did. I'm gonna tell you what I did because you see the seven points. So I obviously took Tampa Bay in the seven points. Would you Would you agree with that? Considering how the Philadelphia Eagles are your football team. I take Tampa Bay money line. I don't I think seven points is too much. I think they'll win by 10, 14. Okay, so yeah. So you'll de- so you'll definitely take Tampa Bay with the points because you don't see the you don't see the Eagles being able to match the seven points. So you definitely take your money line them and you're and you're gonna take Tampa Bay no. with the points. So personally, personally, this is me. Right. I'm gonna go ahead and go. I'm gonna go ahead and go. Um, excuse me. While I pull this up real fast, I went ahead and did. I went ahead and did the seven points for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I also did the over, which is fifty-two and a half points. So I, I can see, I can see them both. Mm. Can you see the Eagles and Tampa Bay Buccaneers scoring over fifty-two and a half? I can see that. I can see like a. Some similar to the game they lost, like a 42 30 game, something like that. I can see something like that, yeah, because they can score when they want to. The, the Eagles, and we know Tampa can score, so oh, yeah, Tampa I can see. Can I think score. the over would be safe on this. Okay, cool. So, again, like me, I went ahead and did the seven, I gave Tampa Bay the seven, and I'm gonna go ahead and go with the, with the 52 and a half over. That's what I did for that game, but you, but you're gonna go ahead and just go strictly money line before we continue. Okay, go ahead. Do your thing. Money line, yes. But for, before we continue, no love, no love for my team. Like, come on, man. We came back against the Carolina Panthers. I didn't see nothing in the chat. Nothing. I just want to say that. So go ahead. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, me and Banks was was sitting sitting watching the game on Sunday, and Banks was telling me when I believe Jalen Hurts threw that second pick. That second pick, and. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, it's looking like the Philadelphia Eagles is going to go ahead and wrap up the season now. Jalen Hurts, you're going to be out of Philadelphia. We're going to go ahead and just uh, push forward to that 2021 NFL draft. And then, all and behold, the Philadelphia Eagles ended up coming back and beating the Carolina Panthers, which I was I was shocked myself. Chuck um, Banks up, but uh, – <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and mm-hmm. give them credit, but at the end of the day, we got this juggernaut up here in Tampa Bay that I don't think I don't think y'all can mess with them at this point. I don't think anybody can. Well, maybe Arizona, maybe the Rams, but yeah, not a lot of the teams can mess with the Buccaneers right now. Yeah, so uh, I was going to say I was going to say um, as far as as far as when we evaluated the NFC East this year, 
well before the season even started we had the new york new york giants and the washington football team as the front runners <laughs> of the nfc east and we got this completely backwards currently it was all wrong. Right now, yeah currently sitting right now you have the 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 excuse me the dallas cowboys at number 1 the philadelphia eagles at number 2 and then you have the washington football team and then the new york giants sitting in fourth place so we got this all wrong literally just all wrong all wrong all wrong <laughs> but uh back to the topic at hand you you were going to go ahead and go with the money line for the for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I'm going to go ahead and take the over with the 52 and a half points and also I'm going to go ahead and go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers being able to win win the game by more than seven points Next game, we have the Miami Dolphins versus the Jacksonville Jaguars in London. And the Miami Dolphins are a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, we have had some serious discussions. (laughs) That's so disrespectful. (laughs) (laughs) We we, we have had some serious discussions about the Miami Dolphins over the past – over the previous weeks. And at this point – I don't trust the Miami Dolphins because at this point, the Dolphins, anything could happen with them. Anything could happen. Maybe the light bulb will just click on for them (laughs) where they just might end up pulling this game out. But me personally, if I'm telling the folks at home right now, I'm I'm letting y'all know right now, try to stay away from the the Miami Dolphins as much as possible this week. If you have if you have no choice because you have nothing else to bet on, <laughs> go ahead and do it. But stay away from the Miami Dolphins. But for the folks at home, I'm gonna go ahead and roll the dice again. Try to keep this off your ticket as much as possible. I'm gonna go ahead and roll the dice. I'm gonna have the Dolphins go ahead and cover the three and a half points. Ah, uh, yeah, just have them cover the three and a half points. So that's that's what I, that's what I'm going with this. That that's it. That's it. That's I'm it. not doing yeah. nothing else with it. I agree. If that's it, I, I just want to say, I I just want to say, the Dolphins, if they lose to an zero and five team, just forget about this season. Like already, you should start forgetting. But but like, if they lose to Jacksonville, I'm I'm done. Like I'm completely just done with the Dolphins because they they can surprise you with a loss like this. But I would go with the points. I would take the points, and that's it. I wouldn't touch money line. I wouldn't go over under. Just stick with the points. That's it. Yeah, I one thousand percent agree with you on that one. So yeah, definitely, we just gonna stick with the points. Plain and simple. It's 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 three it's three and a half points. Like it's a low risk, high reward type. Of, well, I wouldn't even say that because the like I said, it's the Miami Dolphins try to lead them off your ticket as much as possible, but. Um, again, if you if, if if you got no choice, go ahead and take the bet with the Dolphins and take the three and a half. That's 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 our personal opinion. Um, the next game, yeah. the next game we have up is the Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts, and they have the Indianapolis Colts as the nine and a half point favorite. Um, obviously, I'm I'm weighing towards the Indianapolis Colts winning this game. And my only my own again, this isn't this is a divisional game. And I'd like I stated in the last pod when we end up doing the, the bets. 
I try to stay away from division rivalry games because I, me sitting here looking at the Houston Texans, the Houston Texans, they're not a, they're not a bad team. They're just not talented, and they just they show heart in every game that they play. So with that being said, mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Indianapolis Colts. You just came off a heartbreaker versus the Baltimore Ravens. You literally gave let them score 22 unanswered points. How are you going to come out in this game in response to that loss to Baltimore on a short week? And I have no doubt in my mind that the Indianapolis Colts could pull this game off, but to give them nine and a half points, that's a little suspicious to me. So I'm I think I, I agree. I think I'm gonna go ahead and have the Houston Texans. Covered at nine and a half. So it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to probably be, it's going to be coming down to like seven, maybe four points, four point game, something like that. And also, actually, you know what? Now that I'm sitting here looking at it, I'm going to go ahead and go with the under. And the under is 44 and a half mm-hmm. points. So that's, tw- hey, I'm just saying, you look at the Texans. They've been held. They was held scoreless versus the Buffalo Bills, and I feel like the Indianapolis Colts have a pretty good defense to hold them hmm. to a to, to hold them to at least ten. I think they can hold them to ten, or maybe what you think? Am I being a little I bit too optimistic that, about this? I I think that. You're gonna learn your lesson about over and I think over and under is probably the hardest one to score to grade or to do because you just never know when teams could just team can score zero points one week, come back and score 30 the next week. So it's kind of hard to to judge that. Like I I mean the coach did score 25 points until until um then they did they did hold that offense in Baltimore, you know, up until the fourth quarter. So I can see under being a safe bet, but you just never know with the under over under. You can never know with that. I think the safe bet is the Texans will cover that nine. So I, I would go with that. And I probably will go, I probably go under two, but you just never know. You just never know. 24. What's, what is it? 44. So if somebody scores 30 and somebody scores 20, you you're gone. It's like, it's gone. So you just never know. But um, I think under is the safe bet. Um, I think the Texans are not Baltimore, and if they can hold Baltimore up until the fourth quarter with what, 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 what was it, three points or something like that? If they can hold them, that they can hold the Texans. So I, I think under is a safe bet. But you just again, you just never know. It could be any given Sunday, the team could just come out and score. But under is the safe bet. Right. Um, that's definitely a tough one. That's definitely a tough one. I'm gonna go ahead and leave that one off my ticket too as well. Um, yeah. Next up, we have the Green Bay <laughs> Packers at the Chicago Bears. Another divisional game. The Green Bay Packers are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, last week, we I'm pretty sure we both ended up taking the, the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Chicago Bears last week, and somehow the Chicago Bears was able to edge this dub out versus the Raiders. Obviously, the, the rumors surrounding the whole the Las Vegas Raiders organization with the resignation. Uh, well, at the time, with the with the rumors about 
John Gruden going around was obviously a team distraction, which probably led to the Las Vegas Raiders losing this game versus the Chicago Bears. But I think the Las I think the Chicago Bears are going to go right back to where they were, and I'm going to go ahead and take the Green Bay <laughs> Packers, and they're going to go ahead and cover the four and a half points. That's my that's my honest opinion, and I'm gonna leave it at that. I mean, they only beat Cincinnati by three. And Cincinnati is not that much better team than the, the Bears, but you know, I, I actually, me personally, I, I get what you're saying, but I would take money line Green Bay. I could see a game going down to three points. Um, what's the over under? Because it's definitely going under. Because I don't see the Bears scoring, keeping up with Green Bay. That's not going to happen. I think the going under would be safe on this one too. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. I, I can see Green Bay scoring a lot, but I don't see the Bears keeping up with them because their offense. They got, I don't want to say they got lucky, but they played the Raiders with all those distractions. And I mean, it's not like he had a tremendous game fields so of 12 for 20, 111 yards, one touchdown. That's mediocre. That's that won't get it done against Green Bay, keeping up with Green Bay's offense. So I think the under would be the safe bet. As far as the points or the money line, this hard. I mean, I think I, I would go, I would stay with money line. Chicago scored 14 points in the second quarter and six points in the fourth quarter versus that Las Vegas Raiders defense. Um, do I really trust the Chicago? Do I really trust the Chicago Bears defense to be able to hold Aaron Rodgers and then? But if pop- but if you look at Green Bay's offense, I mean they're not as potent as they used to be. They got some struggles too, so you just never know. You never know. There's no way is Justin Fields able to cover four and a half points. So I'm going to go ahead and give Green Bay the four and a half. Okay. We, Yeah, I'm giving the four and a half. I was about to take that pick back, but now nah, we're going to go ahead and give Green Bay the four and a half. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Kansas City Chiefs at the Washington football team. The Chiefs are six and a half point favorite. It's a safe bet. This this is easy. This is Kansas City with the points yeah, it, all the it, way. But we go ahead. I just wanted to say that I'm pretty sure Kansas City is pretty pissed off the Sunday night game after the Buffalo Bills game being only held to 20 points, if I'm not mistaken, and going into Washington with their secondary issues. I think it's a safe bet to go ahead and take Kansas City covering mm-hmm. the six and a half. I, I, yeah, this is no debate for me. We, but we did mention out. Uh, Banks and I, that Kansas City is starting to lose their their flair, their shine, or whatever you want to call it. Teams are starting to, um, you know, get to them and frustrate homes because they're they're a big hit home running team. They don't do any short thinking dunks. They don't, you know, throw the ball across the middle. They always big run. So when you stop that, it makes it hard for Kansas City to to operate. But then the Washington football team, their their secondary is injured and just not playing well. So. Yeah, this is the safest bet probably on the ticket, probably on the whole the whole schedule. Yeah, the whole card. And I'm going to be bold enough to go ahead and take the over on this game too. Because, again, Kansas City's defense oh, wow. is, is not that good. And like I said, I feel like after the loss versus the Buffalo Bills, the Chiefs are going to come out try to make a statement. And I could see them putting up 40 by themselves. Hmm. Especially with the deficiencies in the in the secondary for the Washington football team. 
Yeah. I think, yeah, I think uh, taking the money line and not the money line, sorry, the points and the over would be, would be definitely safe on this one because I think uh, Washington football team, they have weapons downfield so they can score against, I think anybody can score against Kansas City. They're just god awful on defense. They're just terrible. I, I haven't seen a defense this bad with a great offense in a long time. Like, I don't even remember the last team that had a great offense and a terrible defense. Like, it's just, it's just not even the same. They don't even complement each other. It's just their defense is just god awful. Like they really need to work on that. But yeah, that's the safest bet on the ticket. So we're gonna go ahead and go with Kansas City covering the six and a half, and we're gonna go ahead and go with the over. Yeah, safe. I like it. Safe, safe. safe. Next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings at the Carolina Panthers. Now, this one is hard. Well, first things first. Let me ask you this: Are are the Carolina Panthers pretenders, contenders, or pretenders? Maybe it's the NFC East. Maybe it's just has to do with NFC East. They lost to the Cowboys and then to the Eagles. Um, As far as pretenders or contenders, pretenders. I don't think that they're better than Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Arizona, Seattle, who else? Um, I know I'm missing a team. Yeah, that's pretty much. I don't think they're better than those five teams in in, in the in the uh, NFC. So yeah, I think that I think that they have potential, but not this year. I think this year they'll be the middle of the road team, maybe what ten and seven, something like that. They probably win their division, but I don't see them oh, as hell no. They not so winning right now, that division. Yeah, they not winning that division. That's- <laughs> Tampa Bay, I think. Who going to who? Oh well, yeah, Tampa Bay. Tampa, that's Tampa right, Bay that's is right. the front yeah. runner for that. That, that. That's not happening. I don't see that happening at all. But uh, back to the pick, though. I'm going to go ahead and give Minnesota the one and a half, and I'm probably going to money line Minnesota too as well. I completely agree with you, and I think that this is going to go under. I, see, I, like you said, it's it's very very hard to tell. And after this past week, I don't think if if it's if it's absolutely necessary, I'm not going to pick an over and under. But if I do, I'm going to go to over. <laughs> and I did it for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I did it for the Kansas City Chiefs that I know that are going to be guaranteed to be putting up some points, and possibly even the Buffalo game. But we're going to get to the Buffalo game soon. But definitely, I'm going to go go ahead and go with Minnesota with the one and a half. I agree. Uh, next up, we have the Los Angeles Chargers at the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens are a three-point favorite. Now, the the Chargers just came off of a phenomenal win versus the Cleveland Browns, and obviously the Monday night game. The Baltimore Ravens came off a had a twenty-two unanswered point fourth quarter versus the Indianapolis Colts. Now. If you're willing to be bold this game, considering the fact that the Chargers are the underdog, you want to be bold. The Chargers? I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers with the money line pick. Hey, everybody. Chargers money line. Chargers are the better team. I don't know why they're the underdogs. I don't get that. Chargers are the better team. I think the Chargers will be right there. I think they're one of the teams. We were talking about it. What is the, which AFC team has? I think that the Chargers, 
in my opinion, may be the best team in the AFC right now, other than Buffalo. So I'm going with the Chargers. I know, I know Baltimore, they can't keep having these comebacks and having uh, Lamar carry them to a win. It's not going to work every week. I don't see it working this week. The Chargers are the better team. Money line, the Chargers, safe bet. And, and, go, and go the over. Go the over as well. Go the over? So you might as well go ahead. Because I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Chargers and give them three points too. I say oh, they yeah. cover. Okay. I say they cover the three points. I mean, that's good too. I agree. I don't know about the over though. That's the thing. I don't know about that over. Mm, well, the Chargers defense, are they better than the Colts defense? No. No? Okay. No. So then Baltimore can keep up with them scoring. Like I said, I don't, I don't even want to touch that. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> they got, they touch just it. scored 42 points. They're 47. Sorry. For, they scored 47 points. I don't want to touch it at all. I don't want to touch it. I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. I'm just going to leave it alone. Um, <laughs> next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Detroit Lions. The Cincinnati Bengals are three and a half point favorites. I'm shaking my head because it's just this has nothing to do with money line or bets. It's just that the Lions, man, every single week, they're in every single game right up until the end, and they just can't close it. That's like that's like somebody trying to be a great salesman and they pitch it and they get the get the, the, the people to be intrigued, but they, they can't close it. It's like, oh, they're right there, but they can't finish it. Oh, it's so it's so frustrating. But uh Cincinnati uh is the safe bet on this one. Um as far as the over under, I know you don't like to touch it, but what what is the over under? Forty seven and a half. I mean, they can score, they can score, but um, I, I stay away from the over under on this one. I don't know. I think Cincinnati money line is the safe bet. Not money line. Sorry, I keep getting confusing that. Say Cincinnati, the points is the safe bet. They can cover the three and a half. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and go. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the three and a half too as well. I don't think I want to touch anything else. Uh, except for the three and a half. Well, money line, of course, too. Money line in the three and a half. I'm gonna go ahead and do money line in the three and a half for for that game. Okay. Um, next we have the Los Angeles Rams at the New York Giants. The Rams are <laughs> ten and a half point favorite. Safe, safe. Take the Rams. Take them. I don't care how how you take them. Take them money line. Take them points. I don't Just know about their ten and a half though. I, I I don't trust that ten and a half. Maybe I'll take the over. You tr- but you trust the you trust the New York Giants. I don't know what that? I, that's another team where I don't know what team we gonna get out of the out of the New York Giants. Did, didn't he go down? The quarterback didn't he get injured? Daniel, he got, he Daniel injured. Jones did go down, didn't he? Hmm. Yeah, he did. And so Saquon yeah, we, Barkley's we, not playing. So Saquon so on, ain't there. Okay, Galladay not there. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, the Rams are safe. Safe. Okay, okay. Thank you for reminding me because I totally forgot all about that. Um, ten and a half, though. That's a lot of points. They'll be that. That'll be fine. I don't see the Giants playing well. Playing well at all. They don't have their quarterback and their running back. That's a lot of points. Ten and a half. That is a lot of points. Okay, so watch the Rams win by like fifteen, and you're gonna be like, "Damn!" You know what? All right, all right. See, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and go with you on this one. This is on you. Ten and a half points. I'm gonna take the Rams <laughs> to cover the ten and a half. Okay. I'll take. I might even take the. Nah, I ain't gonna take the over. 
gonna leave it at ten and a half because I really didn't want to even touch this game either. Don't don't touch the over on this one. I don't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to touch it because again, we don't know what kind of Giants team we're gonna get. We don't know, and I don't trust the Giants based off of what happened in Week Two versus the Washington Football Team. I don't trust the yeah. Giants. I don't. It trust was them. crazy, just, just like you said earlier. I, I picked the Giants to win the division, and they just they just awful. <laughs> Even with their quarterback and running back, they're still bad. Hmm. So yeah, I, I don't I don't trust the Giants. Um, next team, next game, we have the Arizona Cardinals at the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are a three point favorite. This Again, is a- are you feeling mm-hmm. Are you feeling bold? Because. The Cardinals are the underdog in this game. I would go ahead and go money line the Cardinals, and I'm going to go ahead and say that the Cardinals are going to be able to cover the three points. I would be safe with that, and I would also go the over on this one as well. I think Cleveland can score against anybody. They just don't have they don't have enough to to close to, just like similar to the Lions. But yeah, I yeah I agree with you 100. This this. This is going to be a good game. I see this going down to the wire, possibly. I'm at the point where, obviously, with Baker Mayfield with the labrum injury, um, I don't think, me personally, I don't like Baker Mayfield in the shootout, especially versus the Cardinals. And then, of course. He was just he was just in the shootout with the Chargers. What do you mean? I'm just saying the Chargers. They only the, lost the by Card- five points. The Cardinals have a way better defense than the Chargers. Are you we talk about we talking about you gotta deal with Chandler Jones, you gotta deal with JJ Watt, and also you gotta deal with mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. Now, I'm not gonna sit I here thought- and try to compare the two between Justin Herbert and, and Kyler Murray, but I'm just saying I I, I feel like I obviously I feel like the Cardinals are able to cover the three points. That's not my that's not my problem. It's the right. it's the over and under is my problem because it's just so hard to predict elite defenses versus elite offenses. Like you said last week, the Chargers put up over forty points against the Browns, and the Browns are supposed to have one of the best defenses in the league. So it's like it's very very hard. It's very very hard for me to determine if I want to go ahead and go with the over and under for this game, but. I'm definitely going to money line the Arizona Cardinals just because I feel like the Arizona Cardinals are better offensively. And I'm going to go ahead and have them covered in three points. I agree with you. But I, me personally, I would go over. Dangerous. (laughs) Dangerous, dangerous. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos are a three and a half point favorite, which personally, I was surprised. Mm. The Raiders losing their head coach, I think, I strongly believe, made them the underdog in this game. So I'm I'm going to be bold. I feel like, considering how all these reports came out of how much that John Gruden was a douchebag, <laughs> I feel like the next man up as far as being the interim head coach i can't think of his name off the top of my head at this particular moment i feel like he will have the las vegas raiders playing a whole lot better than the way john gruden was coaching 
And I feel like they will be able to cover the three and a half and also edge out this win against the divisional rival in the Denver Broncos. I think his name is Rich Basecki. I'm I'm so sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong. That is the interim head coach. He was the um the uh special teams coach and he got promoted to interim. But as far as uh the this pick here, I'm gonna go with the Broncos um to cover the points. And I would also go Broncos money line. I I just think the Raiders need another week or so to recover from that mental shenanigans crazy stuff and i just think that the raiders are starting to come down and denver to me is the better team offensively and defensively so i would i would go with the, the broncos in my opinion i i, I can respect that and i'm gonna turn around and go ahead and place this tick again because i i i, I i'm definitely gonna money line the raiders i'm, I'm money line the raiders i try, i feel I, I feel it g i feel it i feel it the Raiders. I out for you, bro. I'm feeling the Raiders right now. If, if, if this was, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If this was the Raiders team that it was, the, if this was the Oakland Raiders with that type of mentality, they would have said, "Man, f that coach. Let's go out there and let's just win for us." The Oakland mentality would have had that, but Las Vegas, don't know. I'm taking it. I, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Okay. I trust the Raiders enough. I trust them enough. Okay. I hope so. Even though we trusted them last week, but we should have had no business trusting them last week because <laughs> what happened. Did them allegations come before or after we had the I think pod? it was I think it was after, right? Yeah. I can't remember. It came out on Sunday. It came out on Sunday. No, nah, no, nah, like as far as what, what John Gruden said about Demoris Smith, as far as the Michelin tires comment. Um, that's disrespectful. But yeah, uh, I think it came out after. Okay, so I'm I'm pretty sure I, I no I definitely wouldn't have been I don't think I would even change my pick versus the Chicago Bears because I just felt like the the Raiders was just a more talented team and I mean that went yeah, that went sideways that that, yeah, that, yeah. that that literally went sideways <laughs> that went sideways uh, <laughs> the next game we have the Dallas Cowboys at the New England Patriots the Dallas Cowboys are a four point favorite. Let me just say, let me just say something. I agree hundred percent with Quinte. Mac Jones is looking like he's the future. Like he's he's he just plays the game the right way. He doesn't do too much, doesn't do too little. He plays the game the right way. Having said that, the Cowboys are on the roll. Cowboys cover the points. And I would take a money line. And I would I would take the under on this one. That's what I would do. But yeah, Cowboys, they're on the roll, man. I, I hate giving the Cowboys credit, but they're playing well. They're, okay, so the under is going to be 51 and a half. Are you comfortable with the 51 and a half? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and take the Cowboys with the three and a half points. And I was going to be the four points. And I'm going to leave it at that because the way New England came out versus the Houston Texans, I believe the Houston Texans came out and they held them scoreless within the first quarter. I believe it was yeah. 10 to zero. Going into the second, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. I'm scared for the New England Patriots right now. I- I'm literally scared for the Patriots. And I feel like they the won Dallas the game, Cowboys, though, right? Yeah, they won. The, the, the New England Patriots okay. won, but still, like if we was we was playing a, a a premier caliber team like the Dallas Cowboys, I feel like the Dallas Cowboys would be able to take care of business, in my honest opinion. So again, right. I'm gonna go ahead and take Dallas Cowboys with a three and a half. 
And then it takes the Dallas Cowboys with three and a half. Outside of that, again, I'm staying away from that over and under. Three and a half. That's all you get from me. I think the the under will be fine. I think you go under, you'll be fine. Oh, but Dallas! I, I, Dallas! I, I, Dallas can score some points now. Dallas can score some points, and then that's true. And then that defense ain't no joke. So I, I'm just I'm just saying, New England ain't got enough firepower to be able to hang hang with that. True. So it's iffy for me. It's iffy for me. But uh, next pick, Sunday Night Football. The Russell Wilson-less Seattle Seahawks at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. That, <laughs> yes. Let me just say that um, Ben actually played pretty decent last week, and the offense finally looked like they were in rhythm. The defense has always been there all year. The defense has kept them in games, but the offense last week actually played well enough to win the game even though the defense won a game at the end. So I, I just want to give a you know, big up to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hopefully it keeps it going. I'm a fan. I can't, you know, be honest with you. But uh, without Russell Wilson, how can you expect the Seahawks to go in Pittsburgh and win? Mm-mm. I don't see it. I just can't see it. Pittsburgh, clearly. Can, can I possibly sell you on Geno Smith being a, being a veteran? Come on, in man. The NFL? G- Come on, man. Geno you're, Smith? Not a, you're not a believer in Geno Smith? Not anymore. <laughs> the fact that you was at some point is surprising to me. <laughs> uh, okay, we're gonna go ahead and give we're gonna go ahead and give the the four and a half to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then we clearly don't have any any faith in the in the Seattle Seahawks being able to edge out this dub or yeah to cover anything. So yeah, we're gonna go ahead and leave it at the Pittsburgh Steelers with the four and a half. Uh, last but not least, we have the Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee Titans. The Buffalo Bills are a four and a half point favorite. You I, and that other Dolphin fan in our group, before you, you and the other Dolphin fan in our group, are going to continue to stop disregarding this team and that man, Josh Allen. Y'all going to stop with this. I'm telling you, Buffalo is the right now is the team in the AFC to beat. They blowing out everybody. This is Buffalo all the way, cover the points, all that. Just Buffalo is just to me. They just seem they just seem ready, in my opinion, at least offensively. So yeah, I I, I can't see Tennessee winning this game, but I, I think may, you have a different take. May I may I plead my case, Your Honor? Mm-hmm. I felt like Buffalo came out Sunday night last week, and they were just clicking. Josh Allen. His ability to run with the football, his ability to pass the ball a Sunday night was was phenomenal. But at the same time, <laughs> that was versus the Kansas City Chiefs defense, who is currently sitting last in the league right now. Mm-hmm. I, I like I don't think Josh Allen is a bad quarterback, but at the same time. Josh Allen is very, very erratic at time at the wrong time. It just it just comes down to the opposing team. When Josh Allen makes that mistake, are you going to capitalize on it? And I feel like that's going to be the Buffalo Bills Achilles heel moving forward. Is when Josh Allen makes that mistake, 
makes that errant, errant, inaccurate pass. What are you going to do with that opportunity? Are you going to punt the ball or are you going to turn around and put points on the board? That's 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 what it is with Josh Allen. That's 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 all it is with Josh Allen. Like I, I have I have no complaints about his his talent as a quarterback because he can make all the throws consistently. That's a question. But also not like this say, year, not this year. Oh, we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll we'll, we'll definitely see. We'll see. What what's your pick? Are you picking Tennessee? No, I'm not t- picking Tennessee. Oh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and take. I'm taking. I'm taking Buffalo, and I might even do. I'm taking the five and a half. I'm taking the fifty-four. I mean, I'm taking the fifty-four, the four point over. Oh wow, fifty-four points. Fifty-four points. Tennessee can't play defense, so they're going to be playing catch up with Buffalo. They're going to cover the fifty-four. Okay. Where you at with it? You 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 with me? You with me or you against me? Are you going to agree with me on this? No, I'm with you. I'm with I'm I'm with you on this one. I'm not. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. Okay, my man, my man. See, I'm you gonna make some money this week. Are you are you placing any bets this week, or are you are you sitting this one out again? I'm gonna place a bet this week. Okay. That's my man, man. That's what I'm talking about. Um. With that being said, uh, again, I, if you missed the early announcement, if you missed the early announcement at the beginning of the show, um, we are in in contact with our own personal, our personal betting site that we use on a regular basis, and we're going to have to co- have a collaboration with them moving forward. So be sure to look out for that. Um, we look forward to you guys signing up with with our with our betting site. They're very very reliable. In my honest opinion, I've already already hit on two tickets, and they was able to cash me out uh, with the quickness. So um, I'm hoping that you guys can benefit from the same the same site. Uh, but with that being said, uh, G, did you have anything else that you wanted to add before we ended up closing this thing out? No, I, I just um, I just want to say to the people that you know that wake up with physical or mental pain, or even sometimes both. I know that these um, these last two years for a lot of people have been tough and rough and, you know, family members and people have passed away over this COVID situation or whatever it was. You just have to find whatever it is for you that keeps you going. For me, it's this podcast and talking shit with the boys on the chat, my son and my mother, you know, certain friends. That's that's where I find my peace and my happiness. So whatever it is that's bringing you down or that's holding you back, just let it go. Don't even stress it. It's too much going on in life to be stressing. When you find peace, it's just so much better. And I feel like I'm almost there. So, um, yeah, that's all I want to say. And somebody just said something in the chat. Uh, I'd like to add that the Ravens are going to, are going 15-2. to two. Okay. I mean, hey, if that's what you want to believe, brother, I, I don't hate on you. I'm a Steelers fan, so I can't really – if they do, good for them, but I just don't want them to do it as a Steelers fan. I'm sorry. That that's funny coming from Rainer Raven. By the way, shout out to Rainer Raven in the chat. Be sure shout to follow him on his uh on his on his Twitch channel. Um, because I be seeing him on the regular basis talking about Lamar Jackson on Twitter. But in, it talking about him like he he doesn't think he's good, or I'm not gonna say he didn't say he wasn't good, but 
I'm just going to say he was talking about Lamar Jackson. So with that being said, like if he strongly believes that the, the, the Baltimore Ravens can go 15 and two, that is, that is, uh, that is, that is very interesting. I don't see that happening. That doesn't we mean that they're to... not going to win the, win the division or begin the players. I just don't, I don't know. I don't see 15 and two, but Hey, if it does good for them. Huh? We're gonna have to we gonna have to holler at Rainer Raven sometime in the near future as far as I'm getting back yeah. him back on the show to uh to elaborate. To, oh now Lamar Jackson's a beast. Okay. Um where's Banks when you need him? Uh, <laughs> but with, with 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 that being said, uh we will be back Saturday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um yeah, man, it's, it's Hopefully this week for bets for everybody that that things will go a whole lot better than what it was this past week because it came down to the Baltimore Ravens and Indianapolis Colts for me. And, like, I was at the point that night. I didn't even finish watching the rest of the game. It it, it came when it when they went to overtime. I was like, you know what? Screw this game. (laughs) I I, I cannot believe. I hear you, man. By $910. My nine hundred and ten dollars went through, went down the toilet when they scored in twenty two unanswered points, and it all started off with that blocked field goal that Calais Campbell had. When he blocked that field goal, I was like, "Oh yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you." All you got to do is Indianapolis, mm-hmm. just hold Baltimore to three points and just run the ball, and, and they were passing. That was the other thing; they were freaking passing in the fourth quarter with mm-hmm. seven point seven minutes left in the game. Why are you passing? That makes no sense. That makes no sense. But anyway, oh, it was looking good at halftime. It was looking good at halftime. They was going on. It was. It was going under on it. It literally was looking good. Oh my goodness, it was looking good. But with that being said, again, like you can catch us, catch us Saturday evening, nine p.m. Eastern time. Be sure to follow us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page. Also, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and all other major streaming platforms. This is the Not For Debate Podcast. We are up out of here, man. Peace.